Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Period Story. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share some exciting news with you all. We've been nominated for Best Podcast in the Creative Impact Awards. If you'd like to vote for us, go to www.creativeimpact.group forward slash awards. Thank you so much. Your vote means so much. Hi, I'm Lenise Brothers, a registered nutritionist, women's health, hormone, and menstrual cycle coach, and the founder of Eat Love Move, a nutrition and well-being practice. This is the Period Story Podcast, where in each episode, I sit down with a guest to talk about their period story. We get behind some of the myths and misconceptions about periods and so much more. Now, on to today's guest. On today's episode, we have Camilla Hansen, who is the founder of Camilla Organics, a company that provides premium CBD products made for women. Camilla started the company after suffering from painful menstrual cramps and found that CBD was the only thing that gave her relief. Before starting Camilla Organics, Camilla spent years working as an international model and won the Miss Sweden competition in 2014. Camilla loves health and wellness and has studied nutrition and natural medicine at the College of Naturopathic Medicine in London. This is such a great episode. Uh, It's really amazing to hear Camilla's story, her diagnosis with endometriosis, and how and what tools she uses to get past the pain and how she feels today. I really hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's start off by getting into the story of your first period. Do you remember what happened and can you share it with us? Yes. So it happened where I grew up, which is in Stockholm, Sweden. And I think I was about 12 or or 13 years old. So I remember a nurse coming into our school telling, telling us all about, you know, periods and around what sort of age it would happen. And then I also remember some of my friends telling me that, you know, they have received their periods. So I sort of knew that it would happen some, at some point soon at, at that age. And I remember sort of looking forward to it almost like, I remember thinking that, you know, once I get my period, that means I'm sort of a woman. And so I saw it in quite like a positive light then. Uh, and also, yeah, so when it happened, it just felt quite smooth, natural. And I remember being quite excited about it, actually. And so you, you were excited. And what happened next? So when you actually got your period, were you, did you speak to anyone right afterwards? That's a good question. I'm pretty sure I told my my mother about it. And so, she, you know, we went out and we bought the pads. And and then, yeah, I mean, it, it's in our family, it's not, we don't talk so openly about these sort of things. So I think it was more just like me talking to my friends more like about uh, what they were doing and, you know, their experiences. And so it was more like, you know, a little bit of a, like a rumor going, going around, like, this is how it is, this is what you should do. Um, so I think that's where the education came from, a little bit from my school, because I must say in Sweden, the education system is very good. And then just, you know, just by talking to my friends and, you know, we're just trying to figure out what it is and, uh, yeah, and how to handle it. 
And you said that the education is quite good in Sweden. And did you find that, so you live in London now. Um, If you think about the way that people talk about periods and menstrual health in the UK, how would you compare that to the way that you learned about about it in Sweden? Well, I think it's, I guess it's still a little bit of a taboo topic everywhere, but... In Sweden, they're not so afraid to go into those subjects, to be honest. Um, even today, you know, like women talking about it on social media, Swedish women. Um, it's just like one of these things. Like, I think Swedish people can be quite outspoken. And uh, and so, yeah. And, and like I said, so it was, I don't know how it would have been compared to the UK. But like I said, in Sweden, it was quite good in terms of the school bringing in, you know, like nurses and even the teachers sort of telling us about it. The openness around the way that you learned about your period translated to the way that you felt about your period. So feeling really open and being able to talk about it. Yes, I think I think that makes sense that it would be like that. Um, but like I said, so like early on in the beginning, I didn't have an issue with it. it for me, my issues if that's the right word around periods actually came later on in life like more like like late mid-20s late 20s so up until that point you know my my periods were perfect like I didn't even have mood swings like I didn't I didn't feel a difference just because I was on my period um and I remember everyone talking about how bad they feel on their periods and I just thought oh but I just I just feel the same but then I can't say exactly what happened, but then, yeah, mid, around my mid-20s, I started getting excruciating, painful periods. Like, um, I remember, you know, I was going to the A&E several times and just, you know, they couldn't really do much. Like, they just gave me strong painkillers that didn't really work very well for me. And I remember just, like, trying acupuncture, you know, herbal medicine and all these things that I really do believe in but for some reason it just didn't really help me at the time and and it really started to like you know ruin my life because I was so afraid of 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 my periods you know I knew that you know I knew that this dreadful time was going to come for me and and you know just to have that in your head all the time was like very stressful and I just really felt I couldn't live my life fully. And there was such a big part of my life that I was missing out on because I was at home, you know, in pain. And I just felt like there was something really wrong with me as well, which makes you, I don't know, it, it affects how you see yourself. So I really, I really, really struggled with my periods for a few years in my mid-20s. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, I, so when I did go to a uh, gynecologist, Eventually, he said that he was almost sure that I have endometriosis because he found like a cyst uh, in my ovary and his solution was to do surgery. But I always felt that, I don't know, I just, I'm, I'm very scared of doing things like that. And then also I've read online that even people who do the surgery comes back because you haven't actually healed the root cause of why it's happening. So, so what happened to me uh, was that so I tried everything and then eventually a friend of mine who's a doctor who um, lives in Denmark he gave me some CBD 
And I think a lot of your guests on your podcast have talked about this from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which is good, actually. You know, it's good that we talk about it because if people are really suffering, you know, then it's it's good to share your experience and, you know, what's helped us and maybe it can help someone else. Um, yeah, so basically uh, a doctor, a friend of mine, gave me some CBD. And one day when I was in a lot of pain, I took some. Uh, and it was, a, it was like a high strength, like 15%. And... Um, and basically, miraculously, the pain was just gone, like after 20 minutes. Like, I, I actually couldn't believe it. And because I wasn't sure whether it's, you know, because time had passed that I felt better or if it was the CBD, you know, I just, I took it another time. I remember I was at school at CNM where we both have studied and I just remember feeling so much pain. I just didn't know what to do. Like, I couldn't move. Like I. I even thought, like, how am I going to get home? I can't even go down the stairs to take an Uber. And then, obviously, like, fate had it. Well, so not obviously, but as luck would have it. um, This girl next to me, I saw her taking some CBD earlier. And so I asked her if if she could give me some. And she did. And then exactly the same thing happened. Like, 20 minutes later, the pain was gone for the rest of the day. And so... So this thing kept happening, right? And so I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Like, there's obviously something here. So I started reading about it online, but it was very limited. You know, there wasn't really any research about it. And, you know, women's, women's health is an under-researched topic in any case. And, um, but I just, I felt really strongly like that this is, this, there is something here. So, and Obviously, my passion in life is natural medicine, holistic health, wellness. So I was, I was looking for a business to start in that area at the time. And then, you know, I came across CBD and I had this experience with it. And I just felt like I wanted other women to know that this was something that could potentially help them. So, yeah. So then, so then I developed the product. Um, but before you go into yeah. The- yeah, the yeah. business and starting yeah. the business. I want to talk more about your journey to your endometriosis diagnosis mm. because what we know is that it takes an average of between seven to ten years to get a full diagnosis uh, for endometriosis. Talk about how you you said that you explored lots of different avenues until you finally got a diagnosis. Um, from that doctor who then wanted to do the surgery talk about how long it took you to get to that point yes I mean I think now the doctors it feels like they've become a little bit more knowledgeable about it but I'm not I'm not sure but in my case when I did go to the emergency to be honest he did sort of mention endometriosis I never heard about it at that time but he just said "Mm, painful periods yeah probably endometriosis um but it, it but still yeah i mean he just gave me some painkillers um so how long did that take i would say i would say maybe 3 3 to 6 months yeah oh wow. okay that's very 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 fast yeah maybe i i just went you know maybe in the uk they're quite good or i just went to the right people but yeah it yeah I, when i said period pain their immediate reaction was probably endometriosis they said endometriosis yeah and 
to go the to have the level of pain that you have to go to A and E, and you described that moment at when you were at college where you weren't able to even get up. Mm. That's that's I think it's when we talk about pain. I I often say this a lot um, with my clients is that we have to describe the pain because pain can be so different depending on the person. But, you know, even if thinking about that, the pain that you were in to have to go to A&E, that must have just been an incredible amount of pain for you to even take the step to go there. Oh, yes, exactly. Because... I mean, I remember I was actually living with a friend at the time and like, she just, like, she was watching me. She just, she couldn't believe it. Like I was on the floor, I was screaming, you know, like my pain was 10 out of 10. Like I, 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 I you know, I think at some point I you know, fainted and it was really like, you know, you really want to die basically. And I tried to take painkillers and everything, but it, it didn't work for me. Like it just didn't, nothing worked. One thing that worked a little bit was to take a very, very hot bath mm. and put a lot of um, magnesium salts into it because obviously magnesium relaxes the muscles mm. and, you know, yeah, it's the muscles contracted in the uterus that makes it painful. But no, it was very, very painful. And then to have that fear all the time that, you know, my period is coming up and, you know, am I going to be in this much pain again? Like to live in that constant fear and not, you know, also imagine how do you plan your life when, when, when you know that you're going to be in that much pain? I mean, you have to obviously plan your life in terms of like, okay, now I'm, I'm going to have my period. So I'm going to have to stay at home. I'm not going to book anything in, not any work, etc. And yeah, it, for me, it, it really like took over my whole life. Like it was the only thing I could think about. Um, yeah. And you got the diagnosis and then you started exploring CBD as a potential solution. So you mentioned those two moments where you had tried it. And yes, I've had, I think I've had about three I've definitely had four or five guests on the show who have talked about CDVD, whether it's been their business or actually using it um, as a, as a tool to manage period pain. And I, I am personally getting more and more fascinated with it because it's just the, the amount of things that the, that it can work on the areas that it can work on from pain to anxiety, to depression, it's just, it's just mind blowing in terms of your, your business. So you, you, you started, you had this experience and you decided to start your company, Camilla Organics. Talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. So from having this idea and then going into actually developing the business. Yes. So, you know, so like I said, the pain uh, kept happening and then I kept taking the CBD and the pain kept disappearing so I started looking into it you know as much as I started looking into it and I read online that you know they've used cannabis which ultimately is you know CBD comes from the cannabis plant with well, a hemp plant but it's the same family uh, and they've used cannabis in Chinese medicine for you know hundreds of years to treat menstrual cramps and you know, we know that Queen Victoria was using it for menstrual cramps, but you know, this is very limited information. And I, uh, I, actually, I didn't know that Queen Victoria. Yeah. So yeah. did she use? Did she smoke? 
The camera um, or? Interesting question. I can't picture that myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just read articles that her doctor talks about, you know, how fantastic cannabis is for, for menstruals and how Queen Victoria was using it. And I don't know if it's more of a rumor, but, it's, it's, uh, but I don't know how she was taking it, like, to be honest. It doesn't actually say in any of the papers I've read. Um, but that's an interesting one. I'm going to look into it. <laughs> um, and so, and so when I started, it really wasn't much information out there. There wasn't even a lot of people sharing their stories, you know, but I just felt like I knew yeah, that CBD helps with inflammation. And so I thought, okay, well, obviously period pain has to do with inflammation and, uh, you know, now when I read on to it, I, 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 you know, CBD helps relax muscles in the uterus and we have receptors for CBD in our um, bodies and especially in our um, reproductive area. It's actually the second highest place in our body where we have these receptors for, uh, you know, uh, endocannabinoids like CBD. And, uh, but my journey to, to actually start a product was, I just felt that I wanted to talk more about this topic. I wanted to share my experience uh, to that because I felt like that could potentially help other women. And so I wanted to bring out a unique product that would support women during their periods. And so I, you know, I've studied natural medicine, but I, I, I still didn't feel completely qualified to put it together myself. So I went to a CBD developer whom I met at a CBD sort of uh, exhibition event who is so passionate about CBD and his whole life is CBD and he's like worked, uh, you know, he's been studying cannabis for like 20 years. And so he also has a manufacturing company now. And so he developed the product for me he put together the herbs that we put into it um the strength of the cbd which is 15 percent. i was i felt very strongly that it had to be at least that percentage for it to have an effect and um and we put in specific terpenes and so together these ingredients um have something called an entourage effect where they become more powerful together than if you would take each one of them on it on its own and so I gave it to, uh, it was about 100 women uh, who suffered from period pain and the feedback was incredible. Like more, it was more, um, I felt that it was like more effective for people taking it for PMS and menstrual pain than for anything else that CBD can do, like, you know, like sleep or anxiety. It was just the feedback for menstrual cramps and PMS was especially good. And uh, so then I just felt really encouraged to, 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 to go out with this product. And so I did. You did this survey of a hundred women who got really, they gave you really good feedback. And did they say that it was something that they wanted to continue using as part of their period or menstrual health toolkit? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, they said that, you know, because of the product, they can go, go to work now. They don't have to be bed bound. And some of them, like me, had also tried, you know, everything else uh, without success. And, um, and, and, you know, yeah, they had, some of them had the same story. Like the, the pain was, is, is gone after a few minutes. But, you know, everyone reacts to CBD different, differently. It's like, 
it's like any kind of medication or product, like what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another person. But overall, um, the feedback was very, very good. And, and like me, like, you know, it's like the number one product during your period for them as well now. As I was saying earlier, I really, I really love CBD and I use it during um, the first couple of days of my period. I use it all across my abdomen um, and it's just, it's just so, it's so powerful. And what I love about it is that it's a growing area and the industry, because it's so new, you, you see a lot of female entrepreneurs in this space um, whereas, you know, in other industries, it's, it's, it depends on the industry, but it can be more male, but this is very much seems like very female at certainly now talk about your, your experience being a woman in the CBD industry. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm, I, I met a lot of incredible women in this space who have their own CBD business. I don't know if it's because CBD it feels like it can help us women, especially because, you know, maybe we suffer more from these things. Like, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm just guessing like, you know, maybe we need that extra support because of our hormones and mood swings. Uh, so yeah, it seems like women especially are just so passionate about it, but no, it's been really good being a woman in this space. And, um, like I said, I met a lot of incredible people and I felt a lot of support both from women and men. I've had definitely, you know, men especially also helping me uh, in terms of supporting me to make this happen. And um, yeah, I think it's it's just been, it's been really uh, an interesting and good journey. Um, and I think like being a woman hasn't, I know some people say like they find it more difficult being a woman in business, but I've never actually felt that. Like I've never had that experience where it's like, oh, because I'm a woman, this person talks to me differently in a in a business meeting. Um, I think, you know, if you want something to happen and if you believe in your product, you just can you just make it happen. You know what I mean? Like you can always find those negative things and excuses and this and that. But at the end of the day, people can see if you're passionate about what you do and if you believe in it and and so I've never, I've never been a person who let something like that hold me back. Like, I, I mean, you know, I've always just gone for what I believe and, 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 and made it happen kind of thing. Hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about your, your story with your period right now. So you went on this journey with endometriosis, you're using CBD as a tool to manage your period pain. How do you feel about your period now? So now, because I've learned more about my body and periods, I, I actually try to, I work for myself. So I'm blessed in that way that I actually try to make sure my schedule is a bit slower when I have my period, you know, because I feel that my body is a bit more tired. I'm not as, um, you know, alert. I'm not as happy unfortunately in some ways so I just feel like it's better for me not to put in maybe like my most important speeches or interviews during that time and I try it doesn't always work out this way but I try to just you know work from home those days and take it a little bit more easy not be as social 
And because of that, I actually quite enjoy it now. It's like a time for me to just recharge a little bit more. And I actually don't have painful periods anymore. Um, I'm sure it's a combination of factors, but I've also heard other women say this, that if they take, um, you know, CBD regularly, like every day, then you don't it can help with not getting that excruciating pain to start with, you know, because you have the CBD in your body. uh, And I also feel like it has a healing effect. So I actually don't get like pain anymore. I definitely get mood swings. Like I get, I feel very unbalanced, but then again, you know, I think CBD helps with that because it helps you feel more balanced. So it definitely helps with my mood, but I just try to take it more easy, you know, and, and in that way I enjoy it more. Um, well, rather than trying to do the same things that I do when I'm not on my period, that just really, really overwhelms me and stresses me out. Actually, mm-hmm. you found a way to to find a balance with your period where the the pain has reduced. It's not doesn't dominate your life anymore, and you're in a place where you you actually kind of enjoy those days because you slow down. I know people listening will say well, I have period pain. Tell me what you did. Tell me, you know, tell me more about the CBD. So talk a little bit about the products that you've been, that you've been using to reduce your period pain. So for me, the things that worked for me, um, apart from CBD a little bit is, you know, magnesium, uh, to take it orally, but also to do, you know, let's say you're in a lot of pain. I, I would say, um, you know, if you don't have CBD, just take a super hot bath with a lot of Epsom salt or magnesium salt in it. That was the one thing that helped me a little bit, to be honest, uh, before I came across CBD. And then obviously just, you know, manage stress. Like, you know, if you can meditate, you can do yoga, just, you know, try to reduce stress because also stress will, will create more, potentially more cramps and pain in your body. Um, during a period and then so yeah so I think for me that's that's been like those three things like you know maybe magnesium and then to lower my stress levels during my period so I don't feel overwhelmed and then CBD you know like but 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 then I would say like if you're gonna try CBD like make sure it's a good strength like I I would say personally like 15% strength because what also happens is like people go and buy like a 1% strength CBD and then it doesn't do anything and then the, they discredit CBD. So you obviously need to make sure you're buying a really, really high quality product that's also a high strength. Mm. That's that's if you're going to try it, which I would suggest because if you're really suffering from something like menstrual cramps, it is a good thing to try. And I would try taking it every day for maybe three months. Like for me, it, it worked instantly, but I think like any herb, like, you know, or, um, any supplement, you should really, you know, give it three months and take it every day. Um, that's what I would suggest to try. Yeah. If someone who's listening has period pain, you're saying try, get some CBD, at least 15% strength. Um, and when you say 15% strength, is that the amount of actual CBD in it? Yes. Yeah. Um, and how do you recommend that people take it on? Do you take it topically? Do you take it orally? What do you as a what do you recommend? 
No, that's a good question. I personally just take the CBD oil orally and it does the job for me. Then, of course, I know some people do um, suppositories. Um, and I think that probably is very effective because it goes uh, directly into your, you know, into your reproductive area. Um, and bombs, I've heard, are effective. I've never tried that myself. So I'd be, I'd be curious to try that as well. But um but for me, the oil just does the job. So mm. we're definitely going to expand our product range. But for now, because I feel, you know, it does what it needs to do, I'm quite, I'm quite happy and confident we're just doing the oil for now that you take yeah. orally. Yeah. Okay. So you, in your range, you have, you have an oil um, yeah. and you could see people can take that oil orally. And do you suggest taking it under the tongue? Yeah, so you have to take it under the tongue because that's where it gets absorbed the best by the body. And then you wait like one minute before you swallow. And that's how the oil gets absorbed. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I personally have never taken it, taken CBD orally. Apart from I've had some CBD tea, which was nice. I don't know if it did anything. Um, I usually take it topically, as I say, all, all over my abdomen and it's incredible. It's like literally, I feel the difference within about five five minutes. Um, wow! Yeah, it's it. I just I just love it. Um, and I never thought that I would get into CBD. I remember when I was even like a couple of years ago, I was really skeptical about it. But now I'm a complete convert, which is probably why I have so many guests on the show who talk about CBD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've attracted them to you. Yeah. Um, so if people want to find more out more about your products, tell us more about how they can find out about your CBD oil. Well, yeah. So our website is www.camillaorganics.com and our Instagram is at Camilla Organics. So they can, if they want to know any, like if they have any questions, anything, you can just either email us or send us a DM. We're happy to, you know, to have a chat and just um, for you guys to reach out. Or if you have any questions around CBD um, or the products, you know, we're here to help, to educate. So uh, yeah, I'd love to hear from your followers there. Um, or they can send me a, a, you know, an Instagram message at Camilla Hanson official. I'm happy to chat there as well. And uh, yeah, so for now we sell, we sell the products online okay. the, on the website. Okay. And thinking about your story and your journey through period pain, endometriosis, and to where you are now, if you could leave listeners with one thing, one um, little nugget from everything that you've said, what would you want that to be? That if you are suffering from like something like, you know, endometriosis or menstrual cramps, that there is still hope. You know, I, I like I have, I, I was suffering from that. And, um, and, you know, I, I have found relief. Like I'm not, it's not something that takes over my life anymore. Um, so I, yeah, just don't give up hope, you know, keep, keep, trying things keep reading about it keep educating yourself and i do believe you know that that um that there is relief out there to be found um even though i know it's like a, it's a it is a very complex disease it's a very serious d- disease i don't want to you know minimize that but i can just say that you know i i have it and and um 
and I'm not in pain anymore. So I've found ways that works for me. And, and, and I hope that, you know, if you, your listeners are suffering from this specific issue that they will too, and that there is hope. There's, there is hope. I think that's a really inspiring message. And I love that you've left us with that, um, with that message, because I think definitely endometriosis, as you say, is a complex disease. And what I've seen is that sometimes people, the pain dominates their lives and they can feel hopeless. But so for you to say, as of someone with endometriosis, to say that there is hope and to talk about your own inspiring journey is so, so powerful. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been brilliant to have you here. Thank you so much for having me here and letting me share my story. Yeah, thank you so much. For more inspiring conversations, head over to periodstorypod.com where we have so many more for you to peruse. If you want help with your menstrual or hormone health, email me on hello at eatlovemove.com to set up a free 30-minute hormone health review. If you like today's show, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Tag us, come say hi, and send in your requests for who you'd like to see on the show on Instagram and Twitter on at periodstorypod or email us at hello at periodstorypod.com. I'm Lenise Brothers, and you've been listening to Period Story. Thank you so much for listening.